Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you to Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free hotline, 855-2124-CBS is brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All my bowl picks are up. All of the Week 17, rather 16, uh, NFL plays are up. Everything's posted. The Dead Sea Scrolls are all up. Everything's posted for football. Every game, and then every NBA, and all the, you know, uh, college rack, uh, hockey, boxing, MMA, it's all there. Pharrellandevents.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. We're talking to our good buddy uh, Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com out in Vegas. You've heard him on the show many times. Here he is again uh, for our final show of the year. This is our final hour of the year, our last show. Married for almost everybody, and happy for all year. And uh, we thought we'd have Kenny on tonight to do a bowl blowout, which we're in the middle of. If you missed him already, you lose. Uh, you can go to his website for all of his snags and great trends and great uh, picks and uh, just killer inside skinny on all of the bowl games and everything else for that matter. So uh, let's pick up where we left off, Kenny. Um, so, uh, oh, by the way, Kenny, I was at the, um, I was out there, whatever, for the uh, Wilder fight, and I, I did the shows. You know, I do all the uh, PBC and Showtime fights, and I was out there, and I went to the uh, Emerald Lagasse Stadium at the Palazzo. I had never actually been there to that little joint, and or should I say big joint. What a great uh, place that is. Like, I sat around and watched. I had it was the day of the I think Michigan, uh, Ohio State game. I think or no, it was it was Ohio State Penn State. That was the day, and um, that place is unbelievable. I ate my face off, and then I I watched. Uh, I you know I had like ninety games going at once. The place is absolutely packed. You can't even get a table there. It's so crazy. Like we reserved one or whatever, and I I went there with all my buddies from Vegas. I thought that place was pretty cool. Have you been in there? Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, Pandora holds a big party there every January, like the second week, uh, usually national championship game on a Monday night. I've been to several of them. Uh, you, you're right. One of the best places to watch a game because there's TVs everywhere. You can bet right there, and the food right. is outstanding. Yeah, fun place to go. Yeah, William Hill uh, has the book in there, so and I do a lot with William Hill, as you know, so I thought it was a cool spot. Um, anyway, let's pick it up. Uh, Vatek in Kentucky, they're playing in Charlotte, and um, – you know, I, I know Virginia finally beat him, uh, but uh, Vatek's pretty tough. This guy, uh, Fuentes, uh, he's always uh, getting a job done, right? Like, I mean, I think they're uh, an interesting team. What do you think of that game? Yeah, you know, I, I backed Vatek quite a few times during the season, especially down the stretch. Uh, uh, my favorite quarterback, uh, Hendon Hooker. Is, uh, <laughs> He's had a great finish to the year, and he really he really led this team. Obviously, they got uh, they got beat up in the championship game against Virginia, but uh, yeah, I think he's done a good. Kentucky's going to be interesting because you know they've gone with the the wide receiver uh, as a, as a quarterback and uh, all run football team. They run it about eighty five percent of the time. So 
I think it's Lynn Bowden is his name, but he had, had to move over from wide receiver. And he's done a great job. The last guy to do this good of a job was Ryan Tannehill at Texas A&M. But uh, this kid's not the thrower that Tannehill is, but they run it. Uh, my number was Bontech one. I'm leaning to Kentucky in the game. All right. Uh, how about the Sun Bowl? That thing's been going on since uh, before Christ. And uh, I know that uh, Florida State and Arizona State are playing in it. I, what do you think of the job Herm's done with all of his, uh, you know, buddies from the NFL out there and players? And then Florida State, after all the drama, all the coaching nightmares, all of the, uh, you know, bad press and people turning on them, the fans, everybody, just a disaster in Tallahassee. They somehow found a way to, like, end their season respectably and get in a ball game if you think they should even be there. What do you think of that game at the end of the day? You got some good athletes on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I do. You know, Herm did a good job, I think, but he fired his offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, I believe, at the end of the season. So he said they weren't on the same page with the uh, freshman quarterback that did such a great job. Um, Daniels, Jalen Daniels, he did a nice job. Let me give you a little coaching trend, uh, what's happened over the years, because we get a lot of coaches who uh, get fired and don't get to coach in their bowl game. And coaches who get fired and their team still goes to a bowl game, right? they lose 60% of the time. They, those kids feel bad that coach got fired. They didn't want him to get fired, and they don't respond. They don't play well because they don't want to make him look bad. So they usually lose. Now, teams that their coach leaves for a better job, those guys are pissed. And they play extremely hard, and they actually cover the spread 65% of the time when their coach leaves and heads for another another job. So uh, the other one is uh, coaches that retire, and it's a smaller sample size. But coaches that retire and coach in their bowl game, 8-2 and two ATS the last 10 times. So Chris Peterson at Washington holds that one. But this one, Florida State, you know, obviously um, – you know, their coaching change came earlier in the season, uh, and they kind of their, their staff has been together. Um, I only made ASU one and a half in the game. I think they're just a younger football team. Um, so I'm leaning to Florida State. I haven't played the game yet, but that would be my lean. And also looking maybe maybe to play the game over. As I said, Daniels, um, excellent quarterback, and Herm Edwards fired his coaching, his offensive coordinator, because he wants to go more up-tempo and throw the ball more with Daniels. So I, I think there could be a good good high-scoring football game at hand there. All right, Kenny White with us from Vegas. Uh, the pinstripe ball at Yankee Stadium, Michigan State. I thought they were terrible this year. They're taking on a, a Wake Forest team that had a great season, all things being equal. Yeah, Michigan State was such a disappointing team. They, they were probably the most disappointing team I had for the entire year. Um, I, I thought they had the talent to – to really actually battle for the division. But uh, as I said, you know, underwhelming, underachieving. I look back, Antonio, the head coach, he's been a less than a 500 coach the last five years. And he's really struggled. Actually, actually, I shouldn't say struggled. He's actually done well in bowl games. So um, I don't trust him. I can't play him. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to lay off the game because they were so uh, underachieving for me. And they cost me a lot of money during the season, especially early on. So I'll probably just pass that game, and if anything, I I, I may I may take a, a, a flyer on Wake Forest. Yeah, they they've won three straight bowl games. Uh, they're, they've all been close. Uh, the Music City Bowl, Mississippi State and, and Louisville. Uh, what do you think of that one? Yeah, Louisville's one of those teams that uh, won three games or less last year. Uh, I think their quarterback has done a great job. I think the team has really put it together. Um, but definitely a team that I'll be looking to take points with. I think Louisville's got a chance to win this game straight up. Uh, just a three-and-a-half-point dog in the game. So um, it, it's hard to go against SEC teams, though. That is one of the most successful 
conferences there is in college football, but, you know, maybe one of the, weak, the weaker teams, they don't fare quite as well as the top echelon teams in the league that just dominate these bowl games. But uh, so Louisville is a team I'm looking at. They got the most check marks on their side right now. So you talked about coaches leaving, uh, Lane Kiffin's leaving FAU down in uh, Boca, and SMU had a, a great season. What do you think of that uh, Boca Raton Bowl home game for FAU? But are the players going to be uh, pissed off? They're going to be pissed off. They're going to come to play, and they are very talented. Lane Kiffin did a great job there recruiting. He really upgraded the, the talent level, and it's shown on the field, um, and it showed in the championship game. They blew out a good UAB team, a really well-coached UAB team, and I think this is a, a more important game for Florida Atlantic than it is SMU, obviously playing at home. Uh, their coach left them. I think they'll be a very focused team, SMU. I think it's more of a vacation trip for them. <laughs> Kenny Whitewood is from uh, Sin City to Mega to Hub. Uh, the Orange Bowl, Florida and Virginia. Can Virginia reel off that Vatek win and keep going here and do something against the Gators? Boy, I don't know. Uh, Pharrell, this Virginia defense is banged up. They lost so many players. They played well against Virginia Tech in that championship game, but they've allowed more than 30 points a game their last six games and against this Florida team where they're, they're so good uh, and they're playing in Florida. It's, uh, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an all Gator crowd. I think they'll travel really well, but again, I'm not laying double digits, not when the numbers say 67% for double digit dogs and even higher from big time conferences. And the ACC actually last year represented well, eight and three in bowl games, so I'll look look at this game. I might end up on Virginia just because it is such a big spread. But other one, I may play the game over because Virginia's defense has given up points. But boy, their offense looked good. They even scored on Clemson's defense in the first half. So that that showed me Virginia can do a little bit offensively. Uh, so uh, Holiday Bowl in San Diego, USC is going down the highway to take on Iowa. Uh, what do you think of the uh, Trojans? They're keeping Helton as their coach, and and what do you think of the Hawkeyes? Yeah, they're really well coached. Uh, SC and I, Clay Helton, you can have him. Uh, he hasn't won a bowl <laughs> game yet. Has no idea how to prepare. Has no idea how you know get his team ready. He does have a little bit of bonus by playing in California, but I, I always going to be too focused. I think this team will win the game. They're probably rallying around Hayden Fry right now and uh, uh, his passing. And uh, this will be a, this will be a good game, but I think it'll be Iowa. Just I can't bet Clay Helton. I'm, I'm actually surprised he held on to his job. I don't think he'll be there much longer, though. Uh, next year, if they if they get off to a poor start early in the season, he'll probably get fired. Hey, Brian Kelly and the Irish have to be excited about getting ready for that Camping World Bowl. <laughs> yeah, did they? Uh, it's it's a very good point. You know, when when we're we're handicapping bowl games, you always have to try to figure out motivation. Uh, I, I don't know if Notre Dame is motivated for this football game. They don't they don't fare well in bowl games. That's for sure. Uh, they usually get outclassed. Uh, this Iowa State team is another team that, that really wasn't disappointed with. They were just a little unlucky. I know they lost at least three games by a total of six points. Uh, and in all three, they lost the turnover battle. So if they didn't lose the turnover battle, they probably would have been a team that was playing Oklahoma for the championship of the Big 12. I thought they were the second-best team. I think they're, I still think they're better than Baylor. Um, so I think Iowa State actually will give give Notre Dame a, a really solid game here. I think it could be very high scoring, two really good offenses. Uh, I got four more for you. That Georgia Baylor Sugar Bowl game. Georgia Baylor, yeah, Georgia last year didn't show up. Maybe they will show up this year. Uh, solid defensive game. I think that uh, 
this this game looks more like an under than anything. Uh, the Outback Bowl has Minnesota and Auburn. I saw the Gophers players all sent thank you notes to the Outback Bowl committee for inviting them to the bowl game. I guess they haven't been to one in so long that matters that they thought they'd send them some thank you notes. <laughs> well, Minnesota, um, DJ Fleck had an outstanding year. They they really overachieved, and I think he's a solid coach. Not sure if Auburn is going to be too thrilled about being in this game. They won their Super Bowl by beating Alabama. Uh, I, I'll look to take the points here again, mainly on the uh, the couple of the trends that say, you know, underdogs are, have such value, and this is one that I'm going to look at because P.J. Fleck does really well in that underdog role. Uh, Citrus Bowl, how the mighty have fallen. Alabama playing in the Citrus Bowl. I've seen it all. Take it on Michigan. Will they have a problem with the Wolverines at all? I wouldn't think so. They shouldn't, but it just depends on how motivated they are. You know, that defense, I, I, I was worried about it. I had Alabama number one in the country to start the season, but when you lose a quarterback like Tua Tagovailoa, that was a seven-point drop-off to their power rating. And even with dropping seven points off, I still have Alabama the number four team in the country, still better than Oklahoma, who's playing in the final four. So I can't wait till we go to a final eight or an elite eight at least. Uh, but Alabama right now without Tua and, and – Playing on defense, they're playing four, between four and seven freshmen. That was my worry in the middle of the year when they lost several starters on that defense, and they lost juniors and seniors that were professional NFL-type players. So they really lost some studs on D, and the freshmen just couldn't hold up against good offenses. Um, I don't know how you know Alabama not playing in the bowl championship series. I don't know how motivated they will be in this football game. So um, I might have to look at Michigan again, another good dog that could win the game straight up. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Penn State and Memphis uh, in the Cotton Bowl. Will Penn State get up for Memphis? Memphis can score on anybody. Memphis can score on anybody because they got the best quarterback in the field. Brady White came from Arizona State, and he he's an NFL quarterback, and he'll be the best quarterback in this football game. Um, you're right. They can score. Their coach left them. This is another team that's going to be pissed, and they're going to play hard, and they're going to show him you shouldn't have left because we, we can win without you. Uh, we can beat Penn State without you. I think I think Memphis will be in this game right down to the wire. I think they're a very value play. And the, and the, some of the wise guys feel the same way. This number opens seven and a half down to six and a half. Kenny White, my man, unbelievable double-ripping segment on all the bowl games tonight. Check out KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, always a pleasure. Fantastic uh, double segment. I love you. Merry Pharrellmas. Happy Pharrell year. All the best to you and your family. Have a great holiday season, and we'll talk again real soon. Hey, right back at you. Ditto everything you said. Verbally retweet that to everybody, all the fans. Thanks, Pharrell. All right, Kenny White in uh, Vegas with us tonight. 855-212-4227. Two segments left for the year. You might want to call in and wish us a happy Pharrellmas or whatever the hell you call it. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Mavia said I did pretty good tonight in the NBA betting. Uh, I went 11-1. and one. Not bad. You might want to get on PharrellOnTheBench.com uh, throughout the holidays, literally every single day, every play, every which way but loose. All the bowl games, all the NFL, week 16, week 17, and uh, everything, pro hoops, college rack, all of it, hockey, boxing, MMA, everything you need. Uh, it's all there. Check it out every day while I'm gone. I'll be back on uh, January 1st. So uh, I don't know if you saw this uh, today. Uh, well, two things. Did you see uh, our boy, um, what's his, Steven Adam? Did you see he said he cabled in his pants when he had to shoot the uh, free throws to win the game last night? 
I thought that was fantastic. Uh, and then secondly, did you see the guy in uh, Utah, Carver High, suing the uh, Jazz, Russell Westbrook, um, a $100 million lawsuit after he was the guy that was, and I don't need to name names here, he and his girlfriend apparently went to the game and uh, they gave uh, Westbrook the business. Uh, remember, they were giving him, heckling him, told him to sit down and ice his knees or something like this. And um, go down on my knees like you used to or something is what, um, that's what he, he said originally. Uh, he Anyway, this thing turned into, um, uh, Westbrook said he thought it was racial. Then he said uh, he would, uh, like, am I wrong? Didn't he say he would, uh, he would, you know, Pharrell up him and his girlfriend. He'd take them both out. And then it got ugly from there. And then. So it turns out, so they banned him for life. The Jazz banned the guy for life. Is that why he's suing for $100 million? Yeah, well, Does how about this? The jazz game because he was a moron at the game. He was a moron at the game. But they, uh, they banned him for life, and then he said that after that, he got fired from his job. Then he said he got, um, he got kicked out of pilot training school or something. And then uh, they said that... Um, they got numerous death threats, uh, and and Westbrook had yelled, "I'll Pharrell you up, you and your wife. I'll Pharrell you up." Uh, he was banned from the uh, Jazz Arena for life. He fired from his job, kicked out of pilot training, and had death threats. Uh, the Jazz did an investigation, uh, but this guy says the probe is flawed. No video evidence showing him making any sexual or racial slurs, and that he says the witnesses who were sitting in the area are siding with him, not Westbrook. He's now suing everyone for $100 million, the Jazz and Westbrook, for defamation, intentional infliction of emotional distress, false light, and more. Uh, Westbrook says it's meritless. Uh, the Jazz conducted their own investigation of the guys got into the game, and based on their investigation, they decided to ban him for life for attending any future games. Westbrook's entire camp is confident they'll, uh, that the court will find uh, and support the Jazz's findings. Wow. Merry Christmas. And then how about this one? Uh, you know, David Stern remains in serious condition following emergency surgery last week after suffering a brain hemorrhage. Not good, Carver High. That no, does not sound good at all. Not good at all. Hopefully he, does, he gets through. That he makes it through the holidays. Yes. We're hoping and praying for that at a high level. Any, any other joker won't get his $100 million. He's not going to get anything. No. He won't get anything. Uh, Scott in Boston on EEI. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Scotty, what's up, my man? How are you? Nice to talk to you again. Hey, brother. Just a couple quick points. Um, why? Quick, quick question. Uh, two points. Why does this country hate success? I'll, I'll ask you that question. Please allow me to get to my second point. Why? I, I have no idea. You, you tell me. Because people are envious, because everyone lives a shallow life. So the fact the Patriots, are gonna, and they are, Scott, going to win the Super Bowl this year. They're eight, seven, six and a half, depending on what site you go to. We'll call it six and a half to one to win the, to win the Super Bowl. Talk about awesome value. They are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Mark my words. Brady's elbow is hurt, though. I listen to all the local stations up here. I call them. His elbow is hurt, I can tell. He hasn't thrown like a short, tight spiral in two weeks. 
He's all, he's throwing these lofty. Yeah. What's the word? So you're lofty. saying so so his elbows fried, but they're still going to win a Super Bowl. They're that good. Belichick and Brady are that good. And how many times do you have to see it shot? Well, I mean, so you think that they're actually uh, this season, like more than any other, where they won their six Super Bowls, you're confident. First of all, the first couple of them, they were, you know, lucky to be there. And then everything else after that uh, is very impressive. But you're telling me that this football team that you've been watching lately impresses you offensively? I'll give you defensively. They've been pretty stout. But you're telling me that uh, you think they look good when they have the ball? Scott, what I'm telling you is this. I think they're slowly but progressing forward. The playoffs are coming. I am begging, begging for a rematch versus KC in Gillette Stadium. And you know what? Lamar Jackson, Belichick will be ready for him the second time around. Yes, Scott. Scott, you're a gambler like me. I'm telling you right now, if you want good value, Put a thousand on the Patriots at six and a half to one. Listen, I bet on the Patriots a lot. I hit them last week. I bet on them all the time. And uh, I got to say, over the years, they've made me a boatload of money. But this year, uh, they've been very troubling watching them lately over the last, like I'd say, month and a half. I, I don't know. Carver High, what do you think? Yeah, look, um, I'm one who never likes to say that they're done or say that it's over or right. say anything like that. I don't like to do that with the Patriots. I've been watching this story, this movie, for way too long. I know how it usually ends. But here's one thing that I saw this year that I didn't see in a lot of these other years. They played the other three division leaders in the AFC, and they didn't just lose to them. They got whacked by all three of them, okay? They got whacked. They got whacked by Baltimore. They got whacked by Houston. And as far as I'm they got whacked by the Chiefs last week. You know, the real question is, will the Bills beat them this Saturday? And I would love to see that, too. I would love to see that. But I'm not I'm not going to say that they're done, but I think that this could be a tough year for them to get there. And if they lose this game on Saturday, they might have to win 3 games to get there. And they usually don't go when they have to do that. Mavia, they need do, that buy. do you think the uh, Patriots are winning the Super Bowl again at those 6 to 1 odds he's talking about? No, I don't, cuz if they have to go on the road that changes things differently. I know the offense is struggling this year, the defense has been strong at times, but if you have to go on the road in the playoffs, you have to play that extra game, as Carvai was just saying. It just doesn't work out for a lot of teams, even them. And I just don't think that Brady's the same to pull them out like he's done before. And if you'd like to know why uh, everybody hates uh, success or hates uh, whatever that was. Patriots or whatever, whatever that, was, that was, it's because of people like you. Uh, okay? You're the reason why. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. No. The arrogance. The arrogance is why. You don't just win. You have to be arrogant about it. You're sitting there right now. No one cares what he thinks anyway. I know, but I'm, I'm not saying him specifically. I'm saying Boston. fans like him. It's not everybody. There's plenty of great Boston area fans. There's, there's plenty of them. But there's also, just like every other fan base, there's that pocket that has to let you know. They just can't lose. Where are the Pats? And and here's the other part that hurts you over the last 23 years or whatever it is. Um, the, the couple, the cheating stuff. That stuff bothers people. It does. And a big thing to remember with them, too, this year is one thing that's carried them through a lot of these games. When you have a defense, if your offense is doing too good, you have a great defense, there's another part that you need to make up for that, and that's the kicking game. They've been great with that between Vinatieri and the early Super Bowls, even, uh, you know, the, the last couple they've had some great kicking. They don't have that this year. They have big trouble in kicking. So if it gets to a tight game and they can rely on a kick game, game, that can cost them. It's a great point. Jay, uh, do you think the uh, Patriots are winning the Super Bowl this year? I think they have a chance, yeah. So you're on the Patriots. Always. 
Always. They're going to have a home playoff game. That's a win. That's always the same thing, a win. So you put them right into the divisional round. At worst, at worst, a home game. That's a win. Right to the championship game. What if they got to? What if they got to play two games on the road, Jay? What you if they have to play all three? What if they don't get the bye? Are you giving Buffalo a win on about, Sunday? So what if they do happen to beat him on I'm Saturday? Just saying, what if they? It could happen. I'm not saying it can happen. I just don't think it will. Just like the Steeler game, huh? Yeah, and the Cowboy game. I'm still pulling things out of my garage. And I'm not talking about where I put cars. Yeah, no, we know. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, so um, 855-212-4227 to get on the bench. Uh, don't forget, uh, Mafia Tomorrow, a special edition of uh, on Facebook Live, Pharrell on the bench, of the championship game with the Monstars against the Pharrell Ballers. Uh, basically, that's on Diamo. We've lost what four straight championships to them. We have, yeah. They've been uh, our nemesis for sure lately. We were eight and four in finals. Now we're eight and eight. So this is our seventeenth finals in like what seven years? That's crazy. We we're you know we're a good team. We always uh, seem to find a way to make it right. But uh, this team's really good that we're playing. Uh, you you say we're fourteen point dogs? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when we played them that close game a couple of weeks ago, they didn't have uh, Big Coco in there, so that changes things and uh, gives them a, a bigger edge inside, a lot more size inside, a lot more power, and it makes it a lot more dangerous. What do you think if, uh, if, if Brendan, he had 33 the other night. People can see on Facebook this guy's move. If you go on Facebook for on a bench, the first video of our game last night, there's like, there's like five of them or something, five videos, maybe six. The very first one that you scroll down and hit from last night's show, you'll see blah, all these videos, video, video, video. And then you'll see basketball. The first play-by-play you see of, of the game, you'll see me talking into the camera, and then we go right to the play like 10 seconds later, and then you see this guy with this bit, with this move from the elbow, <laughs> that move where he double-pumped, and then he dribbled between his legs and did a spin-around H and literally just finger-rolled it and lit him up. This guy averages 30 points a game. He's a great player. With him, if he had, he had 33 the other night, if he has a game over 30, are we in the game? He has to have a game over 30 for us to be in the game, I think. You know, he, he's the one that drives the bus, and once he's scoring and actually hitting shots like he does, you know, if he's on, then that makes them focus on him more, and that's when you find guys like you and me slip in and, you know, for open layups when our guys go to help or things like that. So the more on he is, obviously, the better we're going to be. Yeah. Uh, Carver High got the uh, Carver High family portrait, I believe, today in the mail. Thank you very much. Did you get that? Very The Carver High family portrait. Very nice. Very nice shot of the family this year. Thank you. Good. Uh, what are you doing for Christmas, Carver High? got a double family renaissance. Uh, Christmas, we make everybody come to us. You, you come here. we I'm got not enough, dry, I'm not a lot going of stress. All over the place Just on come Christmas. over. I do it on Thanksgiving. I'm not doing it on Christmas. So you come to us, or then if she not. She wants to play with her toys. I'm not, I'm not taking her all over Long Island. Uh, on Christmas Day. Anybody wants to see my family or the baby that day, they come to my house, and that's that. Boom. That's it. I'm done. I'm not. I, we did this. We started this two years ago. I said, we're not doing this. I'm not driving to your parents for three hours, and then to my parents. They want to see her on, or give her any presents. And you drive. Hungry. You guys come to and us. And how's that working that's out? It. Is that working? Oh, I love it. Yeah, but it's working. that means I just sit there, and I just I drink all day. I don't got to drive around. I don't got to do nothing. So... So you're good. I got the basement so, set up. So got, you hit you know, it. What do you hit on uh, on New Year, uh, on Christmas Day? Do you, what kind of, are you just beer? What yeah, are you, just having a couple of beers. A couple of 15 beers. Usually at night, a couple of my cousins come over, so. And then a couple. Yeah. Just like a. 
set. Well. Uh, what about you, Mafia? You're going. Oh, you're going to Canada when uh, this week? Saturday. Yeah, I'm going up to Canada Saturday to get my daughter, bring her down for. I know how much you love those French people. I got no problem with the French people. I do. The French French people I don't like. They're can, yeah. you know French Canadian are okay for the most part. All right. But uh, bring her down Saturday and then do a little bit of traveling after that because we got to go to Long Island on the 23rd because my grandma's birthday is Christmas Eve. And so every every year the family gets together for her birthday. You can't talk about Christmas on Christmas Eve. It's only her birthday. So we're doing lunch for that, then going up to upstate. How old is she? Like 80, 80 something, probably like 83, 84. Right. So is doing, she in good shape? Uh, not really. She's getting around. She's it's around not a glowing she, report. No, she's, you know, skin and bones at this point, always cold. So oh, God. Christmas Eve. Skin and bones like Billy O? Yeah. But she, Ooh. I mean, her wits are still about her for the most part. Right. But, you know, do lunch for her Christmas Eve, then we're going upstate for her to her aunt's for Christmas Eve night. And then my parents are sleeping over, so that they're there for Christmas morning, and everyone's coming to our place Christmas Day and uh, for dinner. All right. Uh, so just uh, one of my early Christmas presents I just got at Carver High. Adrian Broner uh, forced by a judge to pay eight hundred and thirty grand for his latest alleged sexual assault. So he has to pay one of his uh, alleged victims eight hundred and thirty grand. The biggest ass hat in all of sports. Whatever. I mean, this guy's the biggest tool in all of sports. That's a twenty dollar bill to him. The guys like us, I mean, that's a twenty dollar bill. About he's, he's about billions. He's got that lying around. Get that. What a reputation he's built for himself in sports. Uh, Matt Patricia is going to return. So is Bob Quinn in Detroit. Merry Christmas to everybody in the Motor City. What a great, exciting Christmas present under the tree to have those two losers back. Uh, he thinks that they have a foundation for a competitive team. Nothing like hearing that from your coach. We have the foundation poured. <laughs> We're going to build a winner here. We're down. We're pouring the concrete as we speak. And by the way, in honor of that, they placed Matt Stafford on IR. So enjoy that blow. You'd have more fun with some blow. Matt Ryan uh, says we're doing everything we can to uh, – Save Dan Quinn. That's not a, a good thing. When when the players are playing for the coach's life, it means that the coach's life is ending. Is that about right? We're doing everything we can to save him. That's usually not an, uh, a good indication. Steelers are going to stick with uh, Duck Hodges, speaking of bad Christmas presents. Texas Cowboys and Vikings can all clinch this week. Famous Jameis is not throwing for a few days. He's all banged up. But if, if he's banged up throwing for 460 every week, I'll take it. Troy Aikman breaks the news that Dak Prescott has a hairline fracture on his index finger. Not good. Anthony Lynn has I, I says, I don't have any time to think about the future. That's not good either. You better start thinking about the future, bro, because your quarterback's toast. Will the Seahawks take another look at Antonio Brown? Speaking of people, I wish to have a lousy Christmas. No. Michael Thomas, 10 catches shy of Marvin Harrison's single-season record. He'll get it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey needs two big games to break the yards from scrimmage record. Rams need a kicker. Zerline has a quad strain. Uh, what else? Mookie Betts trade talks. Red Sox Dodgers are, are talking, exploring each other. Hey, uh, now. Tiger's going to retire Sweet Lou Whitaker's number. That's a pretty nice move there. Cardinals signed pitcher Quang Hun Kim. Uh, the guy had a 2-5-1 ERA in the Korean League. 31-year-old lefty, 17 wins. Here we go. Let's see if this kid can do it. Uh, Ryan Day expects Justin Fields to be 100% for the playoffs. Texas converts the hiring of ex-Rutgers coach Chris Ash as the next defensive coordinator. Did a great job with the Rutgers defense. 
North Carolina star freshman Cole Anthony expected to miss four to six weeks. He had uh, surgery, scope. Sid Crosby practicing with the Penguins. They had a big win tonight in Calgary. MLS announces Charlotte is the 30th team. Fighter of the year, Canelo Alvarez. And he also had to, in honor of that, give up his WVO light heavyweight belt. Tyson Fury is going to spar with Anthony Joshua before the Deontay Wilder fight. That'll be good for him to spar with Cream Puff there. All right, Greg in Charlotte. I got to be quick. Yes, sir. The big party call in there. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Um, Dave Tepper just signed Shaq Thompson. He's about average at best. Right. We're linebacker. Uh, is, is he sending a message? He wants to build defense first. And, of course, we can't do anything until we get a head coach. It's going to be like shuffling cards. But, um what, what's your take on that? I don't. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I think that they have a lot of work to do. I think they had a, a bad season. It all started when Cam Newton went down and got worse, and then uh, they just started losing left and right. So um, you know, at this point, it's really a, a kind of a rebuild, isn't it? I mean, it really is. Brian and Boise. Hey, Scotty, what's going on, brother? Hey, man. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, Mary Ferelmus. To all of you. Thank you. And to, to you. three of you. Thank you. And uh, happy Pharrell of New Year. There you go, brother. You too. And uh, I hope the Pirates can win 70 games next year. Wouldn't that be a and, miracle? Uh, it would be a miracle. Let's see our next and, great uh, player to leave. <laughs> Josh, our oh. first baseman. Of course. What a disaster <laughs> the Pirates Josh. are. I love them. I, I love them to death. I, I will say this. I have really cool clothes. My Pirates hoodies and shirts are all really cool. Other than that, they're worthless. Joe in Ontario. Yo, what's up, Pharrell? What's hey, up, Joey. Boys? What's um, up, man? I just want to agree with you. French Canadians are kind of jerks. So, uh, <laughs> um, I've been listening to you guys for a year now. I'm on shift work right now, so it's uh, great to hear the enthusiasm. Okay, so I'm in uh, my fantasy championship against my brother-in-law. Right. I need to swing the hammer at Christmas time, okay? Right. So I need I, I need the centerpiece. Um, right now, I've got the New England defense. I've had them all year. Right. And I've got Jameis Winston for quarterback. Who do you suggest for defense and quarterback this this year? Well, I mean, this, you, 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 you're good to go, bro. What What's you the problem? Between? What do you mean? I mean what? He, he just said that's who he's got. I'm good with that. I thought he was going to like give us a little choice. Like, no. What, what are you... He just doesn't like French people. Joel and Callie. Yo, hey, hey, happy uh, New Year's, uh, Pharrell. Thanks, happy uh, Christmas. Happy everything for you and Carver High. You're the man. Man, just all I want to say very quickly before we get done here, quickly, because then we have, like, little time. Right. Boom. Hope the Niners get somehow through all this mess. And, uh, bro, good luck to Carver High and his Buffalo Bills. Man, yeah. I love that story, bro. That's a good one. Right. I'll be praying for them as well on uh, Saturday. Uh, at Gillette, you gotta, you're gonna have to uh, have a lot of like, you know, third-party influence there, a little higher power maybe helping you out. It's a house money game. I'm ready for it. Let's go. All right, uh, everybody have a fantastic Pharrellmas and uh, incredible happy Pharrell year. Be safe. Uh, don't drink and drive. Get somebody else. Uber. Do something to not, you know. Do something stupid during the holidays. Don't be a hard ass. I'm uh, so brave when you drink a 12-pack. 
Uh, everybody be cool. Have a great time with your family and friends. Travel safe. I hope you get what you want. Uh, we'll see you again in the new year. You guys are tremendous. I love you. Make sure you go to PharrellOnTheBench.com for all my picks. The podcast of this show will be out tomorrow morning and tonight after the show. And uh, I'll see you again real soon, all right? Have a great holidays. And uh, it's been wild. Screw 2019. Let's rock 2020. Carver High, Mafia, Mary Pharrellmas to you guys. Great job. Good night, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.